put them in front. He doesn't miss. Oh, the little man higher for longer than all around him. Gee, it's a good kick. It is a great kick. It's one for the ages. Oh, look for the trampoline. Just done it from nowhere. Cyril, has he got the journey? We all he has. He has. He has. He's kicked the goal, Cyril. What a beauty. Last weekend, Hawthorne's young guns came agonisingly close to taking home the AFLX trophy, thereby making the competition a genius idea after all. But they didn't, so it isn't. Plus, some club news, including the rumblings around Clarko's coaching tenure, and we do our best to tackle your questions. Hello and welcome to the Hawk Talk podcast, the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Footy Club. My name is Nick Mason. Sitting across from me is a man who is such a keen bean that he pre-purchased tickets to last week's AFL extravaganza. G'day, got, Tiz. Got stung another 10 bucks, but it was worth it. Was it? Because now I'm at the start of the fight back. What do you mean? Well, we lost to Melbourne. Right, yeah. so our quest for vengeance is yeah. on. Yeah. It starts with Blake Hardwick and Neville Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a hell of a clash when it comes to what is it, round five or something? Well, you know, some people are like that, aren't they? They just take what things eye for an eye. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> they just they just take things too seriously. So you reckon um, Neville Jetta got caught up in the uh, non-occasion? Of yeah, the <laughs> exactly. He got caught up in the non-occasion, yeah. and um, and so did the rest of the Melbourne Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went so far as to win the bloody thing. Yeah, how weird then, is that? And then their women's team had a hangover after obviously all the <laughs> celebrations. Forgot to turn up in that final term. So <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre, wasn't it? Because I mean, we were sitting there and we were playing St Kilda, obviously game two. Yeah, didn't get out of the blocks. It must be said. No, we. Uh, we didn't explode straight away. No, we we it was it sort of felt like that final against no that was it mid season game about round seventeen mm. against Geelong. Yeah, Geelong played the first half. We played the second half. Yes, yes, it was um it was particularly sluggish that showing from Hawthorne. Then Birdo rolls out <laughs> one from or oh, what was it seventy out? If that's a oh, 50? 100, 170 <laughs> out, mate. That was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> at, at fifty meter arc, which it is only forty. And every player for the first game, yeah. every player was going, oh, gee, I have to put a bit they of pepper on this. They <laughs> blaze away immediately. Putting a foot through it, and yeah. it's going through about 30 metres <laughs> behind the goal. Yeah. It Kids goes. are going flying. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, there's so much for the kids and family zone. They're completely oh, shunned by it was, players bombing it, it was at 100 just, yeah. metres. Oh, it's like, just let's all put the kids together and kick footballs at them for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> you just know that a kid's copying it right between the eyes. OHNS official out the back just taking notes. <laughs> Psychologically, you're right. The, the arc was weird and the effect that it had on players. And I think it's spe- just wonderful. spectators as well. It, it's such a um, commentary on the intelligence of some of our f- footballers. Didn't Tipper look fast across that 40-metre line? <laughs> and between the arcs, he was ridiculously quick. I've never seen someone go that quick between <laughs> the arcs. He, he broke all sorts of records for a 50-metre sprint. <laughs> it's quite, it quite astonishing. Actually, that Morrison, he's bloody quick. Yeah, he was. And quick of mind, too. Some of the little... Mm passes and the little flicks he can do. Didn't you think our players are pretty promising across the board? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I love the fact that we're sitting there at the end of that St. Killer game going, who do you reckon we'll bring in? You reckon we'll bring in Shields <laughs> and, and Bruce and, and Gunner yeah, maybe? For and a moment, it's like we were almost interested. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> well, we've, got a, we've been sitting here for, well, how, how long is 
it now? Oh, oh my god, it's so long. Uh, well, if we get this far, we've got to win the damn thing. Well, don't that's we? right. Yeah, the reason why I bring up that St Kilda game is because for a while there, when when we didn't explode out of the blocks, you and I were like, "Oh, well, this is all right then." Um, prefer not to play the third game anyway, especially back to back. And someone, don't need it in our someone lives. turned and said, "What's going on here?" <laughs> I was like, "Both teams have decided they don't want to win." <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that pretty much sums up the state of affairs, I think. But Hawthorne managed to win and then, I don't know, put in a decent enough effort and we almost stole the whole thing. I didn't see that coming. Clarko came out and he's gone, no, Max. (laughs) You can't have anybody with 50 games experience. No, get out. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Out out rolls Petrarca, Melcham, Neville Jetta. Who else came out? Yeah, McDonald was in there as well. They didn't want to lose. No, no, they took it quite seriously, Melbourne. Which I know for anyone that's not a Hawthorne supporter that if they ever happen to get ears on this, they'll think it's probably sour grapes. But well, they've got, you know, they had to put an extension on the cabinet now. What? <laughs> like there's not room in there? What are you talking about? An extension? Well, you only build a bigger cabinet when you get something, don't you? That's <laughs> true. Fair enough. Fair like, enough. For instance, Gold Coast wouldn't. Oh, no, they might have a cabinet for Gary's stuff. What are you talking about? Gary's taken it all. <laughs> He's <laughs> taken it back to Geelong. Yeah. He won it all <laughs> at their cost. Yeah, oh, God. Gee whiz. Now, before we go much further and go in-depth into who we liked in the AFLX for Hawthorne, uh, I want to say rate and review us on iTunes. You can hit us up on Twitter as well, at Pod. You can find us on Facebook. We're finally on Facebook, so just look up uh, Hawk Talk Pod on there and give us a like. What a wonderful world Facebook is. Yeah, you don't seem too enthusiastic. All this blue and white. And, uh, North Melbourne, your favourite team? Magic Duel. <laughs> I wondered when you were going to want to talk about My him. My goodness. i got to say. It was almost vilification. It was interesting. Putting him in defence. <laughs> he could be good, though, in any other club. Don't you think? He has potential. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's it's a shame. But not as much as uh, Gibbo Mark II. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy who we didn't learn the name of despite having an in-game commentator and a record on hand. Well, that's because we yelled we just... out, go Gibbo, every time he got the ball. Yeah, he looks like Gibbo uh, circa, what, 2007 yeah. for North. When Buddy couldn't get away from him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, North, North had Gibbo and they, they had uh, Billy. That was the other Hawthorne connection. Yeah. I love it how most people around us indulge in the Bronx cheers for Mad Jack. And then whenever Billy Hartung gets the ball, there's two Hawthorne wankers going, Yay! Go, Billy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I, I, you know, I mean, I could be proven wrong, but at this stage, I don't miss him. That's fine. He's exactly the same player as he was, right? Mm-hmm. I can't be the only one thinking it. No, good luck to him. He had a different haircut, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's about all that's changed so far. But no, seriously, I mean, apart from the fact that he plays for North, and we know my feelings on that, good luck to him. <laughs> Speaking of, though, I noticed uh, you were such a keen being for the AFLX because you arrived there earlier than me. Yeah. And I always arrive to games super early. <laughs> so you arrived there, and then you, you messaged me because it was deafeningly loud. Where the bloody hell are you? Yeah, you asked me where I was. You, you did it via WhatsApp because you couldn't hear yourself think. They turned oh, up so everything loud. so loud. Yeah. What were they playing again? Oh, they're just, it's just an assortment of pop hits. It was some DJ spinning the decks and at, at, a, at a million decibels. And making kids dance to it, telling them to keep dancing. Oh, it was all very obnoxious. And uh, I was I was 
I'd already taken a seat and I thought I might see where you're at. You're already there. And you ask me, you know, where are you at? Move and your ass. Yeah, move your ass. Come around. I've saved a seat for you. I'm like, oh, gee, that's all right. And it's on the wing. Right I'm behind like, that angry looking Essendon fella. <laughs> that's true. He did not enjoy us at all. Oh, he did. Eventually he warmed to us, especially when we were having a go at Carlton and McCready. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll get any opposition McCready and Marchbank couldn't kick to. <laughs> oh. That uh, Carlton North game was an all-time low. Oh, it was good fun, though. <laughs> The time seemed to just stop. It was just like Bronx cheer after Bronx cheer. That's true. Yeah, it was the a bit skills, of a marathon. Skills, boys. <laughs> but you are, and you sold it. the The place where you were sitting, you're like, it's in shade as well. Yeah. So you know, I'm not a fan of the heat. So I'm like, this, this, <laughs> really, uh, this co-host has done all right here. This, this tiz, he's got, he's looked after my interests. I wander over. You put me right behind the North Melbourne team. Yeah, you asshole. <laughs> Just, a sea of blue and white. Yeah. And they were just completely disinterested for the first two games. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, it felt like a real uphill battle. Eventually, for them they all got teams. up and left. <laughs> and there was that VIP section, which we thought was North related, but wasn't weirdly. There was a lot of things about AFLX in general where they seemed determined to distract you from what was happening on field. <laughs> well, I don't understand it. What, what about the gymnasts? Yeah, like the acrobats. That yeah. that's a prime example. Where Just was he them... pulling those balls from? <laughs> Which ones? We're we talking he was about the same balls. At the crowd. <laughs> he nearly lost his balance so many times. The the redeeming feature of it all was seeing the young guns play, right? Yeah. Yeah. For our I, team. Yeah, exactly. I think we're matched on that. We had a fun night because we saw Hawthorne. On what in one instance it took about an hour and a half before we saw them again. That was infuriating and I never want to sit through that again. Something about that though, you felt better about seeing the competition go around. <sighs> what do you mean? As in because they were so bad? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was that yeah, that was kind of interesting. No one had that. a Connor Nash, mate. No. No, that's true. No one had a Morrison running around. No one had a uh, a Warple? His invisibility cloak. It's a wonderful feature to his <laughs> game. Pretty amazing. I think you pointed out also that you're not supposed to uh, close in on players in that kind of competition. Yeah, no. The uh, idea is there's supposed to be space. Gil was taking <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, he's got a memo prepared. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But that that superb rundown tackle on McDonald that should have been paid. rewarded. Yeah, hundred percent. And then it goes through for a ten pointer, which was the uh, winning margin. Yeah. Not that we're taking it seriously. They can have their shitty trophy, the weird-looking trophy. They can have that. It's fine. No sour grapes. But it was 10 points. <laughs> Such a bitter taste. Do you remember how many times they played that Melbourne anthem? Oh, my goodness. And they put them through on the wrong rinse. Did you see the blue in their jumper? That's their Guernsey, mate. That's, that's their not, new... Yeah, that's not a pre-season thing. I'm pretty sure that that's their colours this season. Really? Our jumpers look good. Well, always, mate. Let's go through uh, who actually played AFLX. James Walpole I've already spoke of. Yeah, he's excellent. He'll get he'll get games early, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably. If, you, if you're um, lining up your AFL fantasy team. I might be. Anti-fantasy, you won't get a look in. Magic Door might get a look in. <laughs> um, Tim O'Brien, uh, he's he's got it. He's He's got something. You know, he's got the contested mark. He's deadly accurate. But he just needs to string something together. A few games. even Maybe even one real major breakout performance and I'll be convinced. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, too many flashes in the pan. 
Yeah, basically. He's, he's a bit of a tease, Tim O'Brien, unfortunately. We move on to uh, James Sicily. Business he, he, as copped usual. A, he copped a heavy hit, I thought. So he didn't play, he only played one game. Gunston oh. looked disinterested. It was yeah. all beneath him, as we predicted. Oh, pretty much. I mean, uh, Brewsty, he just put through a couple of goals and turned around and went, yep, that's pretty good. That, wasn't that an unappealing part of AFLX? That n- there were no celebrations. It, and that's really no made, time. That made it felt, feel like you were watching training. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's just one big training drill. There's no time for celebrations. Cir- and What is it? Circuit work? Yeah, circle it's just work. circle work, really. Yeah. yeah, it was... In that sense, it's an unappealing code I mean, that's me. the put-down. Yeah, that that's probably the ultimate put-down of the format. Um, but yeah, you're right. Gunston didn't care. Shields was captain, but somehow still didn't care. Bruce... <laughs> they, they all did Gunston, Shields and Bruce things, and it was... Shuey. Com- yeah, Shuey. Shuey did Shuey things. Yeah, completely unremarkable uh, for a lot of players. Really, he, he had some ridiculous number of possessions in one did of those he? matches. Yeah, oh, Jeez, I didn't even notice. Mira played all right for his first game out, kicked a nice goal. Yeah, look, really, when all was said and done, like the young players were the, were the Jackson standouts. Jackson Ross had a genius moment where he smelled <laughs> a kick and kicked a goal. What you, I think Miles flew under the radar out of the young ones, but apart from that, I think everyone had a pretty good moment. Henrahan took a lovely mark in front of us. Yeah, Henrahan was, uh, that was a, that was a nice position. one-on-one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was good. Wasn't the, was that the grand final? Yeah, I think yeah, it was. I think it was a grand final. Trying to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hanrahan had his moments and, and, you know, Warple and Morrison. I feel like although every player made some blues, they had their errors, the, like the promise outweighed all the negatives, I think. Yeah. It's probably, as a Hawks supporter, I'm not sure you could walk away from that feeling too despondent or disheartened. Like Who you, could, though? You couldn't walk away from the night feeling really <laughs> cheated, could you? Oh, well, I guess not. Carlton, no, Carlton, maybe. Yeah. No. Well, I just mean like if you what you you probably came out because you're like, what the bloody hell's this format all about? But also, if you're well into your footy, you're like, I just I want to see what the future of this club might look like. You couldn't have been disappointed with that because you, you saw them on display. It was a nice, neat little showcase. Yeah, I wanted to go out and have a kick with them, to be honest. Because <laughs> yeah. in this way, they're not going to tackle me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not much body on body apart from a few altercations. But yeah, yeah it's not real. It's pretty bruise free football. Yeah, apart from Jetta. Jesus, yeah. mate, get the memo. <laughs> yeah, no touchy exactly. touchy. Let's go through some honourable mentions. How about Ryan Burton, who we've established kicked at a billion meters. Yes. <laughs> from get this, I think that that special goal occurred uh, when we first noticed that Blake Hardwick was in the ruck. Oh yeah! Did you see that? And he right. got the tap, I think. Yeah, he got the tap. He jumped way too early. Still got the tap. I tell you what, I'm going to have a real hard time not seeing him as Hodgie. We were taking the piss by yelling out "Go Hodgie." <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a bit disrespectful, but uh, to it's it's a, well, <laughs> to Hodge or Hardwick. Well, I think Hardwick or to the jumper. To the leave it at the jumper. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. No, disrespectful I, to the jumper. No, I just think. Um, yeah, like he's a bit of a hard nut in his own right. He's proven that so far. And when you see the number 15, it's just a, it's just a reflex. We've had Hodge as number 15 for so long. What do you think of Sicily in the six? Uh, I was fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looks different enough from Gibbo that it's like, oh, okay, this is happening now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get the two confused, right? So. I don't know. I like 21 on him. It didn't worry me. 
Yeah, no, I liked I liked twenty one on him, but oh look, whatever. It's club's choice. Do you think we've spoken about numbers before, but is there much is there much of a process behind the allocation of numbers? Like, yeah, is definitely. So Thirty six is it's just a play you hate. <laughs> is it Lovell, isn't it, this year? No, or? more. Oh, Lovell more had this it year. Last Lovell, year. Lovell had it last year, right? Yeah, Stuck more play. More, more's all right. Well, for now. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he did a couple of lovely little passes. His skills are good. Yeah, no, like, yeah, they all, they all had good moments. It was good. It was good to see. Um, what about uh, Connor Nash? Love him. Yeah, I know. And now you know why I love him. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, I reckon... You don't think he'll get any time this year? Well, you know, I think it's possible. Yeah, he looks pretty pretty He's at had home very out Very little um, VFL time. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Fair but enough. I mean, his skills and his speed sort of. Well, they they belie his inexperience. Yeah. Right. I think that's a pretty fair assessment from what I've seen. So yeah, I think all in all, pretty good stuff. In terms of seeing where the team's at and seeing how they're progressing. Good fun night had by all. <sighs> Till I got my chamomile tea for five bucks in a plastic cup and nearly burnt my hand. <laughs> I think you better get used to being burned when it comes to buying food at the footy. But anyway. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I think that segs nicely into um, the AFLX grading paper. Let's see where we're at. There was there was chamomile tea. <laughs> uh, there were Zupa Doofers, apparently. And Sensodyne. <laughs> Super Tubers and Sensodyne. One of our listeners at Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter actually tweeted us a picture of them with a Zuba Duper. And they said, you're giving them away for free, which is nice. I didn't even think they were going to have them at all. So for them to have them for free, which is pretty good. Uh, roving performers, there were sightings. Do you reckon they were counting the mascots? There were sightings. There were sightings. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like the police have put a report out. There's been a sighting. <laughs> um, live the gymnasts. Mu- yeah, the gymnasts. fell on you when yep. they were chucking balls. Yeah. Live music acts. I didn't see any at any stage. Apparently there was Mashed and Kutcher, but I didn't see them. I didn't Who? hear them. Mashed and Kutcher. They're apparently what the, the hell uh, is that? Sounds like... Yep. No, that's, that's a fair question. Yeah. <laughs> that's apparently the premier entertainment that we're scheduled to have for that evening i didn't see them didn't hear them didn't care uh nevertheless that was something that was promised Did you try the carts the food the carts? carts no no i didn't huh. where were they they seemed to be almost exclusively in the kids and family zone yeah, they were yeah check that box off as well they had one of those the kids and family zone uh fan segregation i don't believe that was a thing was it well, no actually now that i think of it, across the other side of the ground there were definite like Melbourne there. Yeah. Hawthorne in the middle with the best seats. But if it's not going to be enforced, who cares? Like, is that That's a fair question, right? Like, If you're not going to do anything about it, then... Well, they, you know what? They forgot mm. their peak caps. So right. they couldn't enforce it. Right. If you don't have the peak caps, no one's going to listen to you. <laughs> Neon goalposts, another gimmick that wasn't really worth the time and effort. Enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yep. Well, I suppose you would have enjoyed... Uh, because, I mean, super goals, or super goals, rather, are a package deal. You get the neon goalposts, and, and the you Rexona? get the, the big burst of Rexona. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like being uh, being back in a private boys' school all over again. All links. All links, yeah. Possibilities are basically endless. It's right there for the AFL to take. Yeah. They could have sponsored the... Anyway. There's a letter coming. They <laughs> want us to be part of the marketing department. This this week, King hit last week. Oh, no, we're on a roll. 
I mean, you can tell I got to the bottom of the list with Zupa Dupa. By the virtue of the fact that it was Zed, <laughs> I think is the point. Um, other than that, oh no, there was one thing. The in-game commentary, which you liked. I loved it. Gave me something to bounce off. You say that, but there were various points in the night. I learned who Zach Fisher was. <laughs> Several points that were particularly comical in our viewing of this game, in which the in-game commentator, who to this to this point I still don't know the name of, would say something completely absurd. That was part of his contract, being anonymous. <laughs> and we just sort of looked at each other at the same time and just went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> This happened several times throughout the night. Every now and again, he went 1940s in his commentary. He kind of did, yeah. Yeah, like almost a, a war documentarian announcer. Yeah. Here those brave boys are going to war. <laughs> That's, you know, go get them, lads. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a bit bizarre. And he, and he had no problem deploying maybe three cliches sandwiched together. But you got to give him points for the marathon that he... That he went. It shouldn't on. have come to that though. Like, if you're going to have it, give the poor guy someone to bounce off. It shouldn't be a solo venture. And also, if I want commentary, I'll no, stay home. No, the special comment artist is one of my pet hates. He just either has to be prompted by the bloke <laughs> who already knows the answer to the question. <laughs> so, really, you're talking a what's uh, it like Bruce McAvaney, Cameron Ling dynamic. Yeah. What's it like down there on the boundary, Cameron? <laughs> Slight pause while Cameron. Shuffles himself, not realising that they can't actually see him. And then he begins to talk. It's a bit cold out here. I reckon they're really feeling it out on the pitch. Back to you, Bruce. No, but hang on. Thanks for your special comments there, Cameron. (laughs) Um, I think you underestimate how difficult it would be to make it work if you didn't prompt people to speak. I don't know. How else would you do it? He just comes up with a nice little soundbite. I think we can do that, but we should also work out the commentary as well. (laughs) (laughs) But how else would you do it? Like, how else would he know when to speak? You don't want him to step on any, like, well, back when he was in the game, you don't want him to step on any committeeisms. You know, Bruce is, like, just one of the all-time greats. You don't have Cameron Ling just interrupting willy-nilly. Well, you just keep his mic off until he says something good. So he talks to himself yeah. the whole game. Let's tune back into Cameron. <laughs> this monologue going on. So it's like me with the mute button when BT's calling a game. So like every now and again, I'll take it off. I'm like, yeah, oh, yep, he's still going. Bruist. Bruist. How did he say it? Oh, it's something. Yeah, Bruist. Yeah, Bruist. Oh, yeah. so annoying. You're not Jury A as well. It's a ju- Jury A. You're not He's one only to... won two premierships, you moron. <laughs> You're not one to throw stones, though, because you go for uh, <laughs> Sean Markers. Sean Markers. You say Markers. You say Sean Markers. Sean Markers. As, as in, uh, hello, my name is Markers. Sean Markers. No, I do not. You do! <laughs> it's like, is, is a bloke who plays for Hawthorne called Sean, and his surname <laughs> is Markers. That's how you say it. And I'm, I'm warning you. Don't mug yourself because I have episodes of evidence to prove it. Pretty sure I say Sean Makers. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you check your watch. Like, how long did that little rant go on for? Are we done with this bullshit? Hey, yet? yeah. Are we bringing back the rant this year? The rant's coming back. Yeah. You got a Dagoe rant? Good to go? <laughs> yeah, I reckon I could pull something from that saga. But in the pantheon of great 
ways to derail a Collingwood off-season. That doesn't rate a mention, does it? Well, he's done it twice now, hasn't he? Yeah, but Didac was shooting up street signs. Oh, so what you mean is it's pretty much par for the course at this point. Yeah. No, I think um, the major the major bugbear with Collingwood uh, in terms of its relationship with Hawthorne is I think we've surely surpassed them as probably the most hated team, right? You don't think so? Nah, we're not that hated. Oh, I think it's pretty bad. Really? Okay, we might not be within the heat of that hatred because when we when we won the three in a row, you know, when it, when we win the third, we topple the Eagles, I think that's when it reaches its peak. Everyone is just sick to death of the brown and gold. I think it might have cooled a bit. Really, they all wanted the Eagles to win, did they? That was... I'm not saying that they wanted West Coast to win. I think they were just sick to death of Hawthorne. And it's kind of, it becomes, it gets to the point where it's like anyone but us. Right. Which is kind of why... Jeff- I thought we were more hated when we had Buddy, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, you might be right. I don't know. But I think just sustained success will make most opposition fans hate you after a while. Look, let's let's close the door on AFLX for now. Um, what's your grading of it? Close the door. Just had to drop Magic in it again. No, come on. Oh, I don't want to speak about Magic Door anymore. It just makes me sad. Um, so, AFLX, final judgments. Great. Loved it. Loved it. Would ra- rather play it than watch it. <laughs> All right. No, I get where, you, get where you're going with that. I don't like soccer. Yeah, it's problematic if you don't want to watch it. But anyway, I don't think it will last long if no one wants to watch it. But, you know, each to their own. Look, I think it was, and I know we're agreed on this point, uh, it's good to see the young kids. That's about as much value as I get out of it. Not a fan of the code personally. All right, well, we look to uh, some club news. This is interesting. We, we actually got a listener question from Rowan uh, at Hawk Talk Pod. if you want to hit us up on Twitter with your questions. What do you make of the news regarding Clarko's contract situation? Now, I've got to be honest, when he sent this through, I didn't really know what he meant, but I soon researched it. And uh, there was an exclusive interview that came out today with a friend of the show, Ashley Brown, uh, which is up on the AFL website right now. Clarkson discussed his long-term coaching plans. It's interesting how he went about it. Here's, uh, here's one of the quotes. I welcome the endorsement from Jeff. This is uh, obviously Jeff Kennett, who made the, uh, the nice little move to throw his support behind Clarkson quite recently. This seems like conveyed they're on the same page finally, which is yeah, good to read. He deigned to <laughs> say Clarko was a good coach. Yep. That's <laughs> nice of him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, now, Clarko says, I welcome the endorsement from Jeff that he thinks I'm the person to lead the club, but I think we have to move with baby steps over the next 12 months to two years. So Clarko playing a bit coy there. What do you make of that on uh, on first listen, Tiz? What are we meant to draw from baby steps? Well, he he goes on to talk about the passion and desire that he has for the job and just what he can actually get out of the group in the next, say, 12 months. And and, and it would kind of be almost for Clarkson. He needs to see within himself that there are results. And if there are not, if he feels like he's taken things as far as he can go, he might bow out. He might move on. Okay. Whether that is a move on from coaching thing or move on to a different club, who knows? That sounds unhealthily healthy attitude (laughs) for an AFL coach. It's a bit of a grenade to toss out there, being a bit coy like that. Uh, He knows he's only there if he keeps getting results. Also, Mm. it's a good little 
you know, Trump-esque. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare compare the two. <laughs> <laughs> Trump-esque um, way to negotiate. He's not given his position away at all. No, I, I guess he is. And after Hardwick's been given, what is it, two and a half million per season? Really? I don't think Clarko's up around that, yeah. I, I never really consider how much coaches actually earn, but is it really was it really that much for Hardwick? Uh, I was reading that. Oh, right. It should be that much. But yeah, Clarkson's looking at his time as, you know... Well, he's well at some point the group is going to stop listening. Well, yeah. I mean, well, chances are, yeah. Probability states that eventually you're going to get a group of players and as people come into the club and people leave the club, you're probably going to get a group that's a certain combination that doesn't quite click as well as you want it to. Yep. Um, and what, I mean, Clarko has been there since 2005. But I think if you're going to stay on, yep. you have to have this conversation. Mm. In terms of a long play, you've got to go, well, actually, I'm not sure whether I'm really suited to it. And then when it comes to decision time, you are totally suited to it and you've had a good think. <laughs> Rather than being, no, I'm definitely suited to it the whole time. And people going, well, I wonder if you are actually. <laughs> so do you liken it to sort of, um, you know, Buckley saying pre-season being like, well, if we don't make finals, it's a, it's been a complete failure. Because, yep. I mean, it's, it's kind of he stamped his papers there. You mm-hmm. would think, obviously he didn't. Um, but yeah, I th- I found that to be a bizarre move because it's like you kind of you you you're stating something that can easily be used against you. Do you know what I mean? Like the like you, you look at something like Clarkson here talking about his passion and desire for the role and getting something from the group and air quotes results. Um that's just vague enough. Do you know what I mean? Mhm. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I guess contradicting that is the club's vision to, to get a million billion premierships in the next two years. Um. <laughs> Would an AFL X premiership have counted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 20 AFL X premierships by 2050. Because I felt that that's was... That's what, what Jeff was on about, right? That's what I felt the letter was going to be about <laughs> this week. Right, so yeah. close and yet so far. <laughs> it's all right, members. We'll be back on track next year. What do you make of this? You don't seem too concerned. Oh, no, you just have to have a bit of naval gazing to be considered real, don't you? You have to have a bit of, uh, am I actually doing anything in this role or am I still being effective? Is It's the perfect kind of story for the media to spin. Mm. But when you distill it to its basic form, it's like, well... You know, if I'm no longer good at the job, I guess I won't do it. Which you'd have to say here. is... Well... I won't do it here. Well, you get he, a job anywhere else. Well, yeah, he doesn't necessarily say that. Mm. Um, as You know, he, it's not like he's flagging his intention to go elsewhere to a different club. But it doesn't say anything like what I thought it might say. Mm. It's uh, either he goes or I go. No, certainly not. No, 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 no. No, it is, it is quite um, introspective, as you pointed out. Mm. It's like, look, well, if I'm not getting the results, well, maybe time's up. Which, really, at its most basic form, that seems pretty reasonable, right? Well, maybe he's had enough for a little while. Maybe. I mean, yeah, he has been there since 2005. He's the best coach in the modern era. He's uh, a Hawthorne great, possibly like the best coach in Hawthorne's history, right? Well, he's in calculations, if you yes. disagree. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if, you, if if that was it, if that was time, 
You couldn't really begrudge it, could you? Can we have a little placeholder fella for a little while? You the want jeans Joyce combination? You want like a um a Brendan Bolton esque figure that maintains an impeccable record until Clarko <laughs> returns. Yeah. <laughs> That's a kind of that, was a, that was a good time, wasn't it? Those five games. Yeah, it got him a job. <laughs> Did just not the one he uh, he really wanted deep down. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's happy enough. Got a good list. He's getting a, an improved list. There, it now. breaks my heart to think that he's less happy now. Brendan Why? Bolton. Just oh, when you see like, the press conferences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because he seems like such a happy-go-lucky guy at Hawthorne. He you knows he's he's all really you know upbeat and the world's at his feet, and then he goes to Carlton. <laughs> He's just a changed man. I can't do that. It's like here. it's like the picture of Dorian Gray, but he is the picture. Oh, oh, <laughs> He's just slowly. Oh, jeez. Anyway, what other questions have we got? Good question in itself. Um, now on Twitter, because one made it through this week. A few more than that. Thank you very much. But hey, as I said, from Facebook. No, I told you it's a wasteland. Facebook. Well, I, I didn't actually put a call out on Facebook <laughs> this week, so that might be why. But jump on and... Crickets. <laughs> Facebook.com slash HawkTalkPod. Oh, or, do we get that, do we? Yeah. It's a pretty damn good... It's good get, isn't it? Ural. Ural. Yeah, you know you're, you're it. <laughs> <laughs> At HawkTalkPod on Twitter is where you want to go to send us questions as well. Now, we've had a few this week. Got one from Peter who says, I know that Howe has been used as an on-baller and I hope that continues. But do we think that Burton will slide into that role a bit more this year? He has the traits of a young fife, but with better foot skills. Imagine a clean take from the centre, one bounce, and bingo. What are your thoughts I on that? I hadn't really thought about that, but I like it. Birdo's a bit of anything at the moment. He could be anything. Yeah. Because he's, he's impressive up forward. When he gets his chances, he takes them. And down back, obviously, he's critical at this point. I don't think you need Birdo in and under. He'll, he'll be just skirting the outside to the pack. He's got some wonderful evasive skills. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's he's got a bit of the Sam Mitchells about him, where time and space just suddenly yeah. he's in his own little world. Amira, Mitchell, Warple out to Burton. Oh, it sounds good. And then out it? A, out out a little further to Sicily, <laughs> who just puts it on the right straight through. <laughs> oh, it's a dream. It's a dream come true. But I think you bring up a good point. Even just rattling off those names. Probably Mitchell, don't. Lewis, <laughs> kicks a goal. No, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's some commentary I'm really looking forward to one day. One day. One day it'll happen, I hope. My boy Mitchell Lewis. Um, but you rattle off those names there, and it looks like, in terms of competition for spots in the midfield, it might get a bit crowded. I mean, you could throw in Burton if you need, but I don't think it'll be... It would be an experiment. It what about be a lasting one. Lovell's yeah, well, well, that's my point. Yeah, yeah you've got other players that... You know, Lovell was getting a ridiculous number of touches before he came to Hawthorne and got that shoulder injury. So no sign of him. AFL he was meant to come straight back in for uh, when Sammy Mitchell left, but he mm. buggered his shoulder wearing the thirty-six, so we didn't see him. Well, here's a question for you: Round one, are we going to see him, or does he go through VFL? No, I don't think we see him round one. But yeah. uh, we'll see. I mean, we've got the JLT yet. That's true. That's true, mate. I'm in half a mind to actually head out to Mars Stadium. Have fun. <laughs> well, you've made you've made your intentions clear. <laughs> I'll be going alone. No, but um, I don't know. This is the AFLX has got has given me a taste for the men's football again. Oh, I'm not What's make, that, Scott? I'm not making the same mistake as Pendlebury. I don't think anyone's gonna arc up. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I want to be fair. You headed along to the AFLW. 
I did. Was that is, is that your first game? The <laughs> AFL W? Yeah, and it felt like it was the first game for a lot of people. Oh, come on now. No, I was very I was quite disappointed with the first half. What game was this? Because I didn't actually I, I didn't actually watch any on the weekend. Um this was the one that started at half time out at Optus Oval. <laughs> okay. Uh Brisbane versus Carlton. And they yeah. were just they were just running holding patterns for the first half and they never give Darcy uh Vescio any space. Like they don't generate it. As in Carlton's yeah. teammate. Yeah. 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 It's that's disappointing. Well, I'm not sure if having sixteen out there meant they don't have wingmen. But yeah. they just don't use the space in the ground at all. And yeah. uh, there are some skilled ladies going on going mm. around out there. Mm. But um there are also a lot of people who are pro in other sports that are just yeah. running around, they've got the endurance and they're just influencing the contest, but they're not creating yeah. what yeah. I would call Well, you they don't just don't have the footy nous. Yeah, and I I think that's a pretty fair assessment at this stage. I think it's something you expect to see develop. There's a there's a great goal from the boundary line and Yep. But there was a bit of the old, you know, flock of seagulls about the game. Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, I see that sometimes too. I think for me with the AFLW I need Hawthorne to be in the mix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. I did I did feel totally unwelcomed. <laughs> it just you know, I tried to adopt Carlton as my team to watch and I I couldn't stick with it. I just I don't need... mind that ground though. The Icon Park? Mm, uh, oh, I call it Princess Park. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, Princess Park. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the one who bought into the sponsorship there. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a, it's a good ground, isn't it? Uh, it's, well, there's a lot of possum piss and poo, but it's one, It's you know, it just has... Uh, Sweets Eddie had. The it North does. home game. Not hard. <laughs> 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 no, I just, um, I, I really hope we enter the AFLW soon. I well, we won't be, mate. It's a while off yet. Well, how long is a while? Are we talking, what, 2020? 2020? 21? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They don't want the competition. What do you mean? Who are you talking about? They, they don't want Essendon and Hawthorne in there because, you know. <laughs> Powerhouses. One won's the most premierships ever. Yeah. And the other one's most won the most premierships in the last 60 years. <laughs> so what? Um, you guys are too well run. We can't possibly absorb you into our, our competition. Yeah. That seems bizarre, doesn't well, it? Well, I think the other thing is we're also independent of the AFL. Yeah. And if we did take it over, they really don't have too many measures to... Mm. Our marketing's pretty damn effective. Like, ha- I mean, look at Essendon. Yeah. Total ha- basket case. Mm. And they managed to keep it together. Yeah. How many other clubs would be able to do that? Yeah, true. That's the, that's the kind of... That's the kind of stuff they don't want dominating that early comp. Hashtag game face on. Hashtag dare to be different. Hashtag... <laughs> <laughs> You're right, our marketing is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got another question Not here. Not the market when you're winning, though, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the ultimate marketing trick. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> uh, we've got a question here from Tom Goldsmith, uh, who wants both our opinions on our finishing position on the ladder this year and where O'Meara might finish in the Brownlow tally. Uh, six to nine. Six to nine. Yeah. I, both. I agree. Somewhere between that. A- and for O'Meara. And for O'Meara. Yeah. It's so hard to know. It's, it's, that, this is it. This is the difference between you and I. You're on that bandwagon. I'm not quite ready to jump on yet. Okay. <laughs> you, seem more, you seem more full confident. I'm which confident. is fine, because most Hawthorne supporters are. I, I admit I I'm the say, black sheep. I would say three to six if you got some blonde tips. <laughs> you reckon that's that's the key? 
Yep. The powers and the blonde tips. Mm-hmm. Go back through the footy cards and see all the blondes winning the brown lines. <laughs> That's all it takes. We had a question, uh, one last one from Duncan Richard Seven. Uh, with so many experienced players coming back, which of the young guys who played so well last year will be the unluckiest to miss out for selection? And who will you miss the most? Jeray Lankford. You can't consider them young, really, can you? No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Wait, these are the people you miss most? Which question are you answering here? <laughs> I'll be missing them. Yeah. But we'll have a we'll have a fair injection of youth this year. Yeah. Marco's not going to make the same mistake again. Yeah, no, I expect you're right there. Um, I don't know. That, that was a tough one because so many of the young blokes impressed last year when they needed to eventually that... And out of position. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to see them being squeezed out for too many. But then, you know, a, as Duncan does point out, we obviously have some a number of returning players. So I don't know. I Like, I look at the, the names I came up with, I'm a bit loath to say, like Brand. I kind of want Brand to stay in the team. And, and, and you know... Without Frawley, Brand is there everywhere. Well, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Like... Frawley, if if he is under an injury no, cloud, he's, he's talking about the on ballers, the the small forwards and the uh, small defenders, isn't he? Really? Well, does is he? I don't know. Oh, that's 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 what you I read got, into it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But well, I think there's competition for spots in the back line, like really ruthless competition, where if you don't perform or you get injured, you can be replaced. So I think that that makes it tough for say Brandon. Even I'm going to miss Burgoyne. He's not going to play as many this year. Yeah, well, that's true. Why'd you say that? I'm not prepared for that reality, Tiz. You brought me down. <laughs> I do, I'm not prepared to let go of Burgoyne yet. Well, you got to. The boys have to learn to Yeah, you're right. keep their heads about them without Burgess there as well. Remember that game against Richmond last year? They went to absolute water Yeah, that first quarter. And yet here we are predicting sixth to ninth, somewhere oh, God, in between. Richmond might be that good again. Come on. Worst premiers in quite a while. Life members, Tiz. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, we just wanted to keep it short today. So I think... Unless was, that, was that short? <laughs> well, it depends. I don't know. Was it entertaining? That might determine the length. <laughs> no, it's an AFL expedition, so we wanted to keep it nice and neat and short and exciting. Um, that's going to do us. I, I will mention uh, we're flagging the return of the Anti-Fantasy League. And you're you're pretty keen on getting me to do some other super coach stuff as well. Which super coach draft. Yeah, okay. We need to talk about that a bit That'll more. That'll be hilarious. Okay. All right. Well, you see if you can convince me. Hey, you know the other thing we want to bring back is uh my multi bet uh round by round, put a dollar on. What are we doing with the money though? Because you gotta What do you mean, what are we doing with the money? It's my dollar that I put on each week. Yeah, no, it feels like it's the pod's dollar. <laughs> well, you would say that. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We might get some more tech for the pod. Oh, really? What, well, what? How else would it be absorbed? How can we sound any better? At Hawk Talk Pod, listeners, <laughs> if you have any ideas. Um, no, I mean, the, the idea is for listeners who, who aren't across this is I will be putting a multi-bet on for every round of the season, only a dollar, and I'll be tipping every every game. And so you roll it games. in every week. Well, I roll it in. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, if you win one, you roll it all into no, the next No, no. I'm not promising that. No way. No, we worked it out last you year. You buy there the was... AFL by the end of the year. <laughs> we worked it out last year. There was one round where I, I could have earned over a grand yep. just by tipping nine Yep. by making maybe some outlandish predictions. It yeah, must but be you said, wouldn't back but... north, and that's why you lost. 
All right. Well, that's going to do us uh, for this podcast at Hawk Talk Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hawk Talk Pod. Rate and review us on iTunes. Pretty sure we had another five star review in the week. So that was pretty nice. Did you see that? No. I'm pretty sure it happened. Anyone we know? Oh, I haven't looked at any reviews. So, my, my, for all I know, they could give us five stars and say that we're shit. <laughs> anyway, on that weird note, I think we better leave it there. Um, so, you, you wouldn't join me at Ballarat. That's it. You've decided. You, you, would, you wouldn't say no, any jail I think I've got something on. Do you know what? No, I can't remember right now. <laughs> all right. Well, until then, it uh, might be a while between podcasts. <laughs> 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 no, nah, we'll be back soon enough. Until then, we are a happy team at Hawthorne.